Welcome to The Living Word with Chuck Davis. First Peter 2, 11 and 12, Sojourners. Beloved, I urge you as sojourners and exiles to abstain from the passions of the flesh which wage war against your soul. Keep your conduct among Gentiles honorable, so that when they speak against you as evildoers, they may see your good deeds and glorify God on the day of visitation. So many interesting uses of word by Peter in this section. First, he continues with the familial language, beloved. Uh, This is reserved for those who sense that they are part of the family. They're part of this new people. They're part of this uh, nation. They're part of this uh, spiritual house that's developing. Um, But at the same time, Peter reminds us of our bit of awkwardness of living out this reality in this world, he uses the foreigner language once again. We're sojourners, literally aliens. Uh, That word might be thought of differently in the day in which we live, and uh, aliens are supernatural beings. But uh, it's the idea of being people who are on the move, don't have their own place, exiles, if you will. Uh, He calls us those who are sojourners and exiles. Uh, Because we are sojourners and exiles, that means we're not rooted completely in this world. And so we're to abstain from the passions of the flesh, which wage war against our souls. Uh, Very uh, interesting. It's not avoiding the passions of the flesh so that um, we would be perceived as being holy, but recognizing it's the passions of the flesh which war against our very inner person that bring us down. There's also an outward aspect of this that Peter says, let your conduct be in such a way uh, that they see your good deeds and glorify God. It's interesting the way he says it here. Keep your conduct among the Gentiles honorable. Remember, he's been referring to this collective group. There may have been a few Jews in it, but it seems to be mostly Gentiles. And he's forming them into a community kind of like the new Jews or the new people of God. And because their identity has changed so much as a chosen people, they need to keep their conduct before the Gentiles, the not yet chosen in such a way. Uh, We highlighted earlier that uh, there's so much of what Peter says that can be linked back to teachings of Jesus and what we see is the uh, pilgrimage of Peter himself. These words that he uses uh, are reminiscent of Jesus who said, let your light shine before others so that they will uh, see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. Uh, Peter is saying, let your comportment, let your conduct be so incredible that people who don't necessarily have the same vantage point on life will see your good deeds and glorify God on the day of visitation. Uh, The so what of this passage is the reminder that how you and I live matters. Uh, It matters before God. Uh, We've been told about a heavenly father who will judge impartially, uh, 
And so I want to live a life that brings pleasure to him, not in a performance sense, but just out of a grateful son perspective. But how I live matters in my witness. Um, I think at times that when I think about potential spiritual failure in my life, I'm concerned more about what that would do to others. I, I know that I could never do anything that would separate me from the Father's love, but I could do things that could destroy my witness in the community and be harmful to the body of Christ. What's the now what? Shine. Uh, don't deny what God has put in you. There is gifting, there's fruitfulness, there's life that's within you. Let it out, uh, not as a testimony to yourself, but as a testimony to God, because he will be glorified as people connect to your story and recognize how much it's connected to God's story through Christ Jesus. And so, Lord, today we choose to be simple reflectors. You're the one who is the light. Reflect off of us and draw people to yourself, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen.